Brilliance Audio presents the unabridged recording of Lights, Camera, Amelie by Dar Williams. Performed by Dar Williams. For my most tiny and colorful tree frog, Stephen. Chapter 1 The Little Story That Led to the Big Drama. What is it about the end of the school year that makes school almost fun? Is it the way you can just roll out of bed and get dressed in 10 seconds, t-shirt, shorts, sandals, instead of half an hour? Or is it the feeling that school is officially over once the world looks and feels like summer? How was it that after everything that had happened in seventh grade, the wars between popular girls, teachers erupting in anger, and quiet kids finding all sorts of crude stuff written in permanent marker on their lockers, we could end with a sort of truce? From what I'd heard, I'd gotten a break, because I had the best teachers this year, the least fed up with us, except for our math teacher, who'd had two temper tantrums, and the sewing teacher, who'd had one blowout and never seemed to like us again. Mostly, our teachers seemed to know that we were 12 years old and were surprising even ourselves with our bad behavior. They tried to work around it. I also felt lucky that I'd helped with the lights and props for our school's production of Fiddler on the Roof, in which my friends Sarah and Marin had acted. Sarah was in a couple of my classes, too, and she turned out to be the anti-seventh grader, the eye of the seventh grade storm. She didn't even seem to notice the way all the kids were behaving, didn't see all the badly drawn body parts on the bathroom walls, or the gangs of girls yelling insults at some shy boy and then running away, or the gangs of boys getting chased out of the pizza parlor by the owner. And then, as the days got warmer and lazier, it wasn't just Sarah. We all seemed to calm down. My English teacher, Mr. Chappelle, did things like send us out with tape recorders to interview people. It was an assignment that we all liked more than we'd expected. Sarah was especially brave about it. She chose to interview a truly nasty woman who worked in our library, and the whole class laughed as we heard Sarah asking one polite question after another, while the woman got angrier and angrier, finally saying she had to go smoke a cigarette. Even Mr. Chappelle smiled at this. It was in the last few days of school that we did the most amazing project. We had to tell a story. Mr. Chappelle said that it couldn't be written down, and hopefully it would show the power of a different kind of language, whether it was the language of pictures, music, or spoken words. I wanted to create a ghost story with the language of creepiness, which meant creepy music and special lighting, as well as a suspenseful story that I would read out loud. I dug around and found a photograph I remembered of a boy seeing that his hands had become bundles of knotty roots. It was from a book of pictures by Arthur Tress, who tried to photograph dreams and nightmares the children had had. He'd asked this boy to put on a coat that was longer than his arms, then stuffed branches into the sleeve openings and told the kid to just remember his dream. The final photograph made me shiver. I wrote my own story about a boy who was cursed by a witch troll for stealing a treasure out of a magic tree. Then I got a couple of flashlights and a recording of some scary organ grinder music. I also tied together a big bundle of roots and hid a little lamp inside them that I would turn on when the boy woke up underground in the witch troll's den. I wrote that the boy expected to wake up in his own bed, but 
click on the lamp inside the bundle of roots, found himself alone in a shallow underground cave. I described how he felt even more terror as he heard the witch troll approaching, turn on scary organ grinder music. Mr. Chappelle let me get the whole thing ready in an empty classroom with no windows. I enjoyed stringing up the roots and setting the CD player so I could play it on cue. Mr. Chappelle said that if I liked putting together this story, I should get a movie camera. He said it was easier than ever to make a movie. Then he helped me set up the only other piece of technology we needed for my story, a little machine that would project the picture of the root-handed boy on the wall. The class filed in with only a flashlight beam on the floor showing the way. It helped my nerves to hear everyone sounding a little freaked out already, having to find their seats in the almost dark. I read the story slowly, which also helped to calm me.